0: Welcome to the Glow Get It podcast with me, Heather Lee and me, Nat. We're two women that took ourselves from leading an unhealthy lifestyle that was getting us absolutely nowhere to living a life full of health, wealth and joy. It's how we get our glow and we're here to share the journey along with some tips on how you can go get it too. I'm Heather Lee. I'm a health and wellness, energy and mindset coach. I'm also a Pilates instructor and most people consider me quite a big risk taker but it does run in my
1: family. I'm related to Evel Knievel. So I'm Nat. You can consider me the weird one of the bunch but I do like to think of myself as a positive, ambitious and fun person to be around. I've always thought big but soon realized partying every weekend was not supporting my big vision, hence why I prefer to live a more balanced lifestyle these days. I'm a wellness advocate and am super passionate about all things wellness. So tune in if you're ready to find your glow and have a few laughs along the way. Let's glow get it. Hey glowers, welcome to episode number 19. And today we are going to talk about the different ways we deal with change. Obviously, change is inevitable. It's just how we perceive it that can either help us or maybe hurt us. How does change make you feel, Heather? Does it excite you? Well, I'm an excitable person.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in general, I love change, although um, I am going through changes in almost every area of my life right now and I am (laughs) feeling a little overwhelmed at the moment. (laughs) Yes, I'm still excited about it. Well not about every change but like a lot of the changes are really positive. Well they're all positive but um yeah some of them is a little bit um, confronting and scary as change can be.
1: Do you want to talk about those big scary changes? uh... (laughs) Sure why not? I'm an open
0: book aren't I? (laughs) (laughs) yes um well some of the big changes happening for me are um at my day job so um my role is changing um most of the key players within our team are changing we've had our team leader leave um some of my colleagues that have been at the company more than a decade leaving Mm -hmm. um and new people coming in and the new people coming in some of them are not in Australia they're in the US so it's just um can be really scary when those things happen, and you know, you kind of get um, you get used to working with the same people and doing the same thing, and I'm mm. all of a sudden I'm a bit like, oh, this foundation that I've had because I've been at the company well all up over eight years,
1: yeah, right, um,
0: and you know, you kind of have this solid foundation, and part of that foundation are the people that you work with, um, mm. and you know, part of it is the the role I do, and I've I've actively seeked to have a new role, but. I'm a little bit scared to like to give up this stuff that I've done for so long to somebody else and do something new yeah it's a
1: bit it's a bit like that isn't it but so what is it about like is, are you happy to move on for the from the changes from like what you were doing or is that something you actually do want to keep
0: yeah no I'm really I'm really happy for the change because you know as we talk about all the time um yeah. you know it, we have we have to keep growing and I felt yeah. really stagnant in my role and I was getting really bored <laughs> so um it just happens that this change in my role is happening at the same time as the change in all of these other um All these other key players in the team so kind of all of us there's only kind of one person in one in a key role that's kind of staying there and the rest of us Mm. are all changing um so it's you know when it comes to change like you know um we can have fear and fear makes you kind of want to run the other direction and I think it's a little bit because you know our our brains and our body all of it actually um it, it likes the familiar particularly our brains it really likes the familiar and so Um, that's why it's so hard to change habits (laughs) because even if that habit is bad, our body still wants it and our mind still wants it. Cause it's like, well, you know, I just want to do what I've always done. So, um, it's yeah. Getting ourselves to kind of step outside of that and to, you know, to recognize, I guess that it's okay to be scared, but like, don't attach yourself to
1: that fear. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, you know, if we think about it, when we're little kids, we are so adaptable to change we want to grow we want to do new things and we're not scared at all there's no fear there but at the same time we're learning something new and as adults I think we lose that fun and that joy in learning and experiencing something different and in a lot of ways I think we all need to be a little bit more childlike with change just like make it funny enjoy it make it fun absolutely it's that sense of curiosity
0: yeah. that I think if we approach yes. things with that sense of curiosity, like a child does um, that can take away, take away from the fear, because I think a lot of the times the fear comes from um, <laughs> that horrible thing that most adults love to do. We love to focus on the what ifs, like we love to like play out these stories in our head, like what if this and what if that and like making up stories and, you know, we get stuck in that cycle and it's, yeah. it's so bad. In fact, um, I have a tattoo on my wrist, uh, the number five, and that's because um, I saw a cognitive behavior therapist when I was in London, uh, because I was really getting stuck in that negative thought pattern of the what ifs and like, you know, worrying about things that hadn't happened and playing out different scenarios of what could happen. Mm. And he said to me, if you just focus on the 5% of your thoughts, which is based on the actual facts you'd be so much happier and it was kind of a light bulb moment for me and so that's why I tattooed it on my wrist because you know obviously you look at your wrist all the time and it was like it's this little reminder to me to like don't get caught up in like the storytelling and I think that's where a lot of our fear about change comes out because we don't know what even the next second um has in store for us but we Mm. never know that but when it's when change is going on we feel like we're losing control even though we never had control in the first place so it's that sense of
1: it yeah 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 no that's totally that's so true and I guess yeah like change like I said before it is inevitable and it is there is gonna be parts of our life that we actually have no idea what's gonna happen and um I don't know what I'm going with this. <laughs> you know what? Okay, so we're having a little bit of a laugh. I don't know how much
0: we're going to cut out in the edit here, but we're having a little bit of a laugh because we're both losing our train of thought a little bit. But it actually brings me to one of my points that I've written down about change, and that is, um one of the best ways to deal with change is to try to find humor in the situation <laughs> Yes, and you know like right now like you know it's funny like both of us are losing our train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um but like you know and I, I mean I feel like every episode like every episode we record we bring up humor but it really is like it, it's it's the best medicine for anything <laughs> it is um, so and one of the things that humor brings is obviously it's one of the ways to bring positivity into our life so Barbara Fredrickson that I talk about a lot because she's one of the founders of positive psychology and mm-hmm. in her book positivity she talks about how um, you know bringing more positivity in your life like me and more positive thoughts and that positivity ratio we've talked about um, it's it it helps broaden the mind so when we're having negative thoughts, it really narrows our thoughts and narrows mm. our mind. And we're having more positive thoughts. It it opens our mind, it actually changes, like literally changes the way that our mind works. And it allows us to be creative and to see possibilities. So when you're talking about dealing with change, in order to see that change as a positive thing and bring that curiosity, like you're talking about, like as children we have, mm. you know, having that positivity, it helps you do that. So it helps you see that change in a positive light and to see, all of the positive possibilities that that could come from the change instead of, you know, being a bit more narrow-minded and thinking, "Oh, I don't want this change because I just want to be
1: comfy where I am now. (laughs) Yeah, and that's the thing about the comfort zone. There's no growth in the comfort zone. And I don't know, for me, I like I, as a kid, I changed my room around. I reckon probably every three months, I was saying this over the weekend actually, how I just love change that I don't know I just actually enjoy a bit of a change and to be fair I have in the last 14 years I think moved maybe 30 times including countries three times (laughs) so yeah change for me it is it is exciting and um yeah I guess maybe maybe I have a more open mind just because uh, of me how I embrace the change I'm not really sure but you're so right like We do create stories in our head about things that we don't know that we don't know. So if we don't know, we don't know. But we can create all those stories and we can create them for the better and we can create them for the worse. But with Tony Robbins, so doing his Unleash the Power Within and then um, speaking with KK as well and doing her eight week build up course. With her, what she called it, I think she called it Janning. And I can't remember the meaning of Janning or, yeah, what it stood for. But basically on a Sunday night, spend at least an hour planning out your week, what you want to achieve, and then also going over all the different things and possibilities where it might not go your way and coming up with a backup plan or like even predicting yourself if you know that you are scared of change or whatever, maybe it's that you plan baby 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 -er steps and (laughs) um yeah like just prepare and know that that's how you're probably going to react and what's something that you can do in that moment to ensure that you keep moving in a positive direction if that kind of makes sense Mm. yeah
0: yeah that totally makes sense um I mean it's basically you know when it comes to life like there's change the past and there's no amount of worry that will change the future oh that's good you know it's kind of like you know like so just don't bother like I, I always I always say to people like it takes just as much energy to like be positive about something as it does to be negative about something or to do something rather than sitting still because even when you're sitting still you're contemplating all of that and you're kind of making the argument in your head of like why you're sitting still and you're not moving forward you know you're making excuses like we talked about last episode so it's like you're going to use all that energy anyway so it's like I where go. do you want to use it just no amount of guilt will change the past but also no amount of worry is going to change the future Ooh, like yeah that's a good know? quote yeah so it's just like you know where do you want to spend your energy like do you do you want to worry because it's not going to change the outcome Mm. or do you want to use that energy in a positive way and think well what are the different possibilities of the situation like you're going to use up that energy no matter what so why not use your energy in a way that's like actually like can affect something because worrying doesn't do anything than steal the joy out of your present moment
1: (laughs) oh my gosh you are so right and like there's there's I think is it you could say there's two ways that we do something first in our head and we can contemplate that on over on repeat basically like you're saying with the worrying or we can just be like Nike and just do it and get it done instead of doing it you know 10 times in your head and once in real life why not just do it once in your head and 10 times in real life and then get really good at it (laughs) so true I love that Mm. I Um, love that yeah I love well thank you for inspiring me for that (laughs) (laughs) that actually kind of I unintentionally did that then, but gratitude is a really good way to make change a little bit easier because we can be thankful for whatever situation we are in, and we can see the positive in whatever situation we're in. Like me moving to Queensland and completely uplifting my whole entire life, it's um, yeah, it's been such an experience, and I have so many people that I've spoken to here that they're like, "Oh my gosh, that's just such a big thing to do." But for me, it's like just kind of. Just happened and it all worked out. but You just go for it. Like you're, <laughs> you're a doer. And that's why we get on so well. Cause we, yeah, yeah. You love to take action. <laughs> I, I do. I do. But I can still get into that circle where I'm like doing it in my head 10 times and doing it once in real life. Mm. I, I actually should, what is it that saying? Is it five, four, three, two, one, and then just do it? Yeah. Yeah. And who's that by? Is it Mel that, Robbins? That Mel Robbins. Yeah. yeah
0: in my in my degree with coaching like one of the things we talk about is um it's called appreciative inquiry or ai and basically like to really simplify it it's about focusing on what's working so you know when working with a client it's like you know we don't we don't spend time talking about like what's not working because it's just it's not working so Mm. like we don't we don't need to analyze that we don't need to get stuck into um what might you know kind of take away a bit of self-efficacy and you know um, you know, thinking whether you can achieve something or not. And what we do focus on is what's working. And like, we can all just do that with ourselves. Like, you know, it's like when there's a lot of change going on, it's like, okay, well, what's, what is working in this situation? What's working to my advantage? What is going to now be possible with this change that wasn't possible before? And just focusing again, it's the kind of the positivity, but it's really like, like quite tangible. What is working here? Mm. What can I, what can I use to my advantage? Um, and like, you know, building kind of that new foundation for yourself to then bounce off of
1: once Ooh. you've done that. Yes, love that. Yeah. So when it comes to change, there are three different types of people. There are the innovators. They're, this is basically just like 2%. They are the big idea makers, the movers, the shakers, the risk takers. They're probably all the entrepreneurs that come up with cool mobile phones like Apple does that has cameras and all that jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I love because it. not all phones, you know. Like, who would have thought to put a freaking camera on a phone? Such a good idea, though. Love it. <laughs> well, exactly. Now it's just the
0: norm, isn't it? But like, I mean, you know, we. I mean, I know I had a mobile that didn't have that. Yeah, <laughs> my, little fl-
1: my little flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> love. I had a flip phone too. They were they were fun. Oh, they were fun. I loved a
0: flip phone. They're yeah. cool.
1: Yeah. And like, what is it? Snake playing snake on the old bricks. Used to love playing snake. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Oh, dear Lord. All right. And then we have the early adapters. So this is 13% of people. They often just are the ones who have FOMO and they see these innovators and they're taking big action and moving towards, I don't know, whatever they're doing. And it's those people that have FOMO, that 13% that are next to follow them. And then we have the late adapters, which is majority. And they see it and they're like, okay, well, what's in it for me? How is this going to benefit my life? And they need to see that all happen before they actually take action or move forward towards it. Very cool. And which category are you in? Uh, I'm definitely, like, I would like to think I'm an innovator. I have lots of big ideas that I don't take action on. Like, in all honesty, I wanted to, or maybe I don't want to say this because maybe one day I will actually use this. Uh, I'm an early adapter. I'm a 13%. Yeah. Yeah, what you- I would have said that about you. Yeah. And you, what do you reckon you are? I think I'm an early adapter with
0: most things, um, mm. but I'm probably the last category with some things. Like I think some things are like technology and stuff. I'm probably um, a bit of a like late adapter just because um, I don't feel like I need new technology in my life. I think I'm just a bit <laughs> old school. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I think with thoughts and ideas, like it depends what we're talking about. Like if we're talking about technology, probably I'm probably a little bit late on some of it. But when you're talking about like different thoughts and ideas and ways of doing things, I'd say I'm I'm very early on it. Yeah. Like I, I love that. So I think it depends on what it, what it is, like what subject we're talking about. So that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. I was reading a quote by C.S. Lewis earlier today also. Um, and it said, Isn't it funny how day by day nothing changes? But when you look back, everything is different. Oh my um, gosh, yes. And I was like, I thought, oh, that's a really good way to kind of look at change also. Because it's like, I guess basically the way I was kind of thinking about it is things are changing wh- whether we recognize it or not mm. or whether we acknowledge it or not. So it makes change a little bit less scary when you think of that. It's like, well, everything is changing. Like whether you feel like it's changing at this moment or not, it is. Because you're going to look back in a month's time in 6 months time and a year's time and it's going to be like oh my god my life is so different right now even though even if even if you think about through covid it's like you know there we were at least in melbourne where you and i both were it was like we were in lockdown um and so you think well things weren't changing actually things were changing even being in lockdown in our homes and not able to do much mm. you still could look back 3 months and you could be like oh my god so much has changed so things are always changing
1: Yeah. Do you know what? I was actually updating my Hinge profile, my dating app profile uh, photos, because when I went to look at my profile, which I don't, I don't look at my profile. I always look at other people's, you know, but when Mm. I looked at mine, I was like, oh my gosh, all my photos are from when I was in Melbourne. And I feel like a completely different person now. Like I'm in the Gold Coast and I have my beach lifestyle and those photos, I'm like, oh, I look cold. And I'm like, no tan and I'm wearing warm clothes. Like That's not me anymore. So I had to completely, Change all my photos and my hinge profile oh, because so much has changed. Yeah, but when I look back, like it, does, like it doesn't really feel like that much changed day by day. I mean, there was a couple of months there where a lot did, but yeah, I do actually feel like a completely different person.
0: Yeah, so this week when thinking about change, maybe, you know, think about something that's changing in your life right now. And it can be fun just to kind of, you know, if, if you like to journal or have a chat with a friend, it can be a fun chat to have with somebody over coffee and think about, you know, um, think about that change and, and what that change is
1: making possible in your life now. Yeah, awesome love it if you got value from this episode make sure you screenshot it tag us at NatBBB and at the heather la on instagram share it to your stories share what your favorite takeaway was so yes if you can subscribe and share
0: because the more you do that the more people we can get our message out to and the more people we can help